You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Cannabis Hangout. I'm Sob. And I'm Brandon. And today we are actually on an offsite location, our first one. We're very excited. And we are here with Bryce Davis from Color Organics. And today he's just going to be telling us a little bit about their trim and strain lineage and just going to give us the rundown rundown on all of that. So please welcome Bryce to the Cannabis Hangout again. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining today. Happy to have you here, Bryce. Thanks for having me. So, Bryce, if you'll just kind of give us a little bit of rundown. Um, as a patient, I when you look at flower, obviously it's it's the look of it that as a patient you kind of first first thing you go for look and smell. So, if you kind of want to give us a rundown as to how you guys, you know, how your process works when from the time it's taken off to the time that we get to see it as patients. Right on. Yeah. So we definitely take our dry cure and trim process very very serious. Um, it's something that requires a lot of um, manpower and attention to detail. Um, we start with a very long uh, dry time in our temperature and humidity controlled uh, dry room. Um, we wait for the right moment and um, uh, the plant will actually make a snap noise when it's ready. Um, at oh, that time, that's cool. yeah. it kind of just let you know. Yeah, that's just the fibers mm-hmm. of the stalk are actually to a dry point where it, it makes a snap, kind of like Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, so at, at that point, that we begin the bucking process. Um, Describe bucking. So bucking is just removing the buds from the stalk okay. with, the, with the leaves still cool. on it. Yeah, so it, it still has to go through a secondary process with trimming. Okay. Um, cool. So, yeah, it, it, it's something we take a lot of pride in uh, where I notice a lot of other products out on the market don't so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think it's just a little bit of lack of education of what you're actually smoking. Yes. Um, so I, I notice a lot of the times in, in jars you'll see stems still on the bud or you'll see sugar leaf still on the bud. Um, and they're still, at the end of the day, se- selling you a gram total weight. Right. Uh, so part of that grand total weight is actually a, a stem, a carbon stem, uh, which if you smoke that stem, it's a very harsh smoke. It'll mm-hmm. make you want to cough. It doesn't have near the cannabinoid uh, percentage as the calyx, mm-hmm. which makes up the rest of the bud. Um, so you've got a calyx, sugar leaf, and stem when it comes to bud. Um, we also, with that stem, you have a supporting branch that breaks off underneath the calyx at the bottom of the bud. Mm-hmm. We, we call those crow's feet. Um, so a lot of times with trimmers being brand new, they'll start trimming a bud and they think they've got it very clean. Mm-hmm. And there'll be little bits of sugar leaf still on the bud. Very small. Um, you know, someone that doesn't know what they're looking mm-hmm. at or doing exactly, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, for us, it is a big deal because we... One, we don't want our patients uh, spending their money on a, a leaf or a carbon stick because mm-hmm. uh, they're going for the fruit of yeah. the bud, which is the calyx. That's what holds uh, most of your THC or cannabinoids and your terpenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we definitely pay attention to that. Um, another problem is, too, for the buyers, uh, another reason why we pay attention to that sugar leaf detail, though it's small and people wouldn't really think it's a big deal to have that sugar leaf on there, by the time it actually gets delivered to the dispensary, 
uh, it's dried out a little bit more. The buds have moved just a little bit in the bag, mm-hmm. and just that little bit of movement breaks those sugar leaves off. That turns into trim at the bottom of the bag. So a buyer doesn't like to see a bag that, that you know, is mm-hmm. filled with trim, mm-hmm. which it, it might be innocent. You know, we try to get it all, but at the end of the day, it still collects. Um, so I'm really, I check on my trimmers three, four times a day, every day. To see how they're doing. Uh, just yeah. to see how they're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not to be a dick or anything, but people get tired trimming. So yeah. Yeah. They'll be doing a great job in the beginning. Yeah. And then by the end, you got mm-hmm. sugar leaf in the back. Yeah. That's one thing that's really good about you, Bryce, is you're, it's not that you're a dick. That's not a really good way to put it. You're very particular and you know what you want out of all of your the you're people that work with you and you're protective. Stuff. Yeah. So it's cool because I feel like every single cola bud, whether it's through you, whether it's through a dispensary has come like in front of me has had literally no leaves, which is awesome because that's so much attention to detail. And as a bud tender, as I'm like giving patients the opportunity to look at your bud and like purchase it, that's the first thing I'm like, you can't account for any stem weight, which is dope. Cause you can literally grind up every single piece of bud. So Sometimes the buds may be a little smaller, but in the perspective of it, it's not because it's just all bud. You're not getting any stem. But the second thing they notice, I'm always like, there's literally no leaves on here. And that's like those two things saying that goes so far because they're like, oh, you're right. And I'll like sometimes even compare it to flower that's neck, not like comparing in a bad way, but just being like, like the attention to detail. You can just tell there's so much passion behind it. From so much like, yeah, particular like. Yes, you could say. Thank you. And, you know, you mentioned a smaller bud, and that's something that is intentional, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the the plant wants to grow in like a DNA, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, motion. And I could leave my stalks really big, and there would be buds circling it going all the way up, Mm -hmm. and it'd be one big cola. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it looks like a big bud. But... As that DNA goes up in a spiral, the bottom piece of it mm-hmm. on the corner where the, the stalk comes to an end, mm-hmm. that little piece, you could just barely touch it and it'll fall off. And then oh. all of a sudden you've got an inch long stick. Oh, wow. Right? So okay. a lot of companies make that mistake as mm-hmm. far as they're trying to have big buds. Yeah. So they tell their trimmers to, you know, make it look pretty, make it look nice, mm-hmm. make it look big. And it does until... It actually gets in the jar at the dispensary, gets jostled around, it falls right off. And yeah. now people are getting sold buds that have huge stems on them, mm-hmm, right. even though it wasn't intentional in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth as that, a patient and yeah. as a dispensary buyer because you're like, what the hell? Right. But it's also like, it's cool to be sitting down to do this episode because you're, I mean, this always happens and Brandon and I always say this, that you teach us so much within a matter of like two minutes of sitting in front of you. So it's really cool doing this episode. We are. It's it's cool doing this because like on our end now, I feel like even more so when I go in, when, you know, like people come in to sell us, but, or like when I go to a dispensary, I feel like it's just more attention to detail that I'm having because you're making us knowledgeable, which I appreciate. So thank you for that. Thank you. I'm glad I could help. Um, but yeah, so that's our, our trimming process in a nutshell. We try to make it as clean as possible, mm-hmm. offer just 100% medicine. And not to say at the end of the day, those sugar leaves and uh, the stem can't be medicine because they can. Mm-hmm. You know, there's cannabinoids in them. Right, too. absolutely, there uh, is. Yeah, they have a purpose. It's you can just, still use them. You don't have to throw them away. Yeah. Yes. You can yes. use, like, 
Isn't cannabis one of the only plants that you can literally use every single? Because you can even use the roots, can't you? You can. You can use every single piece of the plant, and that's you can one use of the, the roots. Very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forget what you can For do what? with them, but you can use the roots. I've heard people making like compost teas with them. Yeah, yeah I heard that was the stems as well. Yeah, a lot of people do teas. I've teas. I've. Teas, I feel like you're good, is the most like go-to for the extra parts of the plant because it's the easiest to like pull stuff out of, I feel like, right? Yeah, right? And, and it's compo- compostable too. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's full of microorganisms that are already living. And if you just put that right back into your soil, and you know, you just keep that process going. Recycle and, process. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. in future plants will actually benefit from mm-hmm. those roots decaying. Gotcha. Uh, wow. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that's a cannabis, man. Yes, love <laughs> So what's in front of you right now? What are you yeah. working on, Bryce? Uh, so right now I got some of our Grape Day Cola. Uh, it is like a 70-30 uh, sativa. And that, that kind of brings me into our genetic process, uh, which is we grow everything from seed. Uh, those seeds are actually hand-me-downs from collections uh, from people that were just consumers uh, back in the war on drug times. Uh, so we can't accurately define where these lineages come from and cannabis comes from all over the world. Take that into account. Yes. Um, so yeah, we, we don't know exactly where they come from, but we do pop every seed here at Cola and do it in our uh, genetic testing room, uh, which actually is a, a little bit harsher of an environment. It's, it, it really, um, is a lot like the Oklahoma weather. It has huge fluctuations <laughs> in this room. Um, that was uh, a fault of build-out one um, early on that actually turned out to be a blessing because it, it made our genetics very strong, and we were able to find traits that we wouldn't have found had we not had that uh, very harsh environment for them to grow in. Interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. It's trial and error. Yeah. Exactly. So we've done over hundreds of genetics, um, and we sprout them, we grow them, we pay attention to their trichome production, we pay attention to their yield, uh, we pay attention to their terpene profile, and then we even pay attention to their rooting ratios because uh, we're running a uh, production facility where we've got to maintain mm-hmm. and take a thousand plus clones, you know, every week. That's crazy. Um, so if they're not rooting very well, which mm-hmm. some genetics don't want to root at all, yeah, um, yeah. and others, you know, they almost root a hundred percent. So we pay attention to all those details, and then at the end of it, we've got to smoke it. Um, and then we all look at each other and be like, how's You've it? You've got to smoke it. <laughs> yeah. How does it make you feel today? Like, yeah. did it, did it, uh, increase your, your work ethic throughout the day? Did mm-hmm. it make you want to take a nap? Yeah, uh, that's good. That Those are really cool. like your lab rats right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it make you extra creative? Did we, all of a sudden my stresses leave me today and we all started talking about amazing things. Yeah. Um, uh, that's good. No, that is, that's really cool. Yeah. It's and it's different every single time. Um, I don't think that cannabis has the same effect on another person as it does you. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we all have got something going on underlying that cannabis has a reaction with it. And uh, it can be positive most of the time. I believe it's positive. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it can make people want to run away. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Run away. (laughs) Oh, it's happened. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Very sure of that. That's hilarious. So when you guys um, find a strain that you really like, how is it? Is there like a 
three people have to be on board before it goes forward? Or do you guys have some sort of like process or is it just like you guys all look at each other and you're like, hell yeah, this is it. And then it goes forward. As a grow team, it's pretty much a unanimous decision. Love that. Um, And then we're always throwing out creative names like daily, even when we're not testing product. That's so fun. I feel Um, like you guys are always like full circle bonding. Oh, we we are a team up here and we take care of each other. brothers up here. It's really cool, honestly, because I feel like you feel it within the plant too just that everyone's working as a team because y'all worked as a team for it to be the end product of well, what you're, it yeah, is you're like collectively working yeah. around one thing that mm-hmm. you guys all have in common but and you like guys are, are passionate all about pouring your own passions into yeah. it you're coming up with your creative names you're smoking it together mm-hmm. you're talking about how it makes you feel like yeah. it's just it's just cool it's it a is good really vibe cool. being here yeah. yeah thank you yeah we we all say it every day we love this place it's fucking dope <laughs> you can tell you yeah. can see that too and everybody who works here yeah it's really cool yeah thank you yeah we got a great team and uh we're just gonna get bigger and uh try to continue on that trend yeah Um, oh yeah so that also brings me to another point is team cola uh so that's something i'm starting on instagram that people can hashtag if they buy our product they consume our product they can hashtag it maybe take a picture of the bud or you consuming it or wherever you all things cola hashtag team cola team cola um, Cola with a K. Yeah, yes. and put any positive vibe picture you want up there. If if you had a bad effect, you can throw that out there too. Yeah, the community. Uh, yeah, but like uh, Brandon and Sabo were saying, we do try to be a very positive place, and uh, I, I just encourage positive attitude on that. Yes, um, absolutely. But yeah, we we encourage y'all to join us because we are actually developing the lineage ourselves, and we're writing the book of cannabis via cola. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the beginning, I said that it every strain is different for everybody. I called this grape day a 70-30, as did a lot of the grow team and everyone mm-hmm. we've consumed it with thus far. Um, but doesn't mean it, it doesn't affect the, the other half of the population completely right. different. Mm-hmm. What do you guys like about it specifically with grape day? Like you guys are like can commonly agree on. Uh, that it's very clear-headed. Like, okay. Like, after you get done smoking it and you're going to do whatever you're going to do for that day, mm-hmm. it's just amazing how how quick you attack it and how into it you are and mm. you're, not, you're not missing a beat, really. Oh, wow. That's a really good description. I can't wait to smoke it. Yeah. Wow. It's got a lot of lip to live up to you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets the name Grape Day um, because, obviously, we've had a great day every time we've done it. That's we were, tight. We were, oh, wow. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then we were very productive. Uh, and then on top of that, it has an amazing terpene profile. Um, we've only got to see the terpene or the lab test once, and it was a 6% terpene. Yes. Mm. It's crazy. Um, but it, it definitely uh, smacks you in the face. When so I have a question about that. I have a question about terpenes. How do you, because I've obviously terpenes range and a lot goes into it in regards to like environment and how you're growing, but. How do you yield your terpene so high? Because I know that's something you really pride yourself on, and you're like wanting to get better at. Mm-hmm. How do you get? How do you get those so high? It starts with Mother Nature. I uh, I build soil from scratch, okay. um, and uh, Cola has taken that soil in and yeah. provided awesome genetics, and that's how you get these really high terpene profiles. Um, with that said, cannabis is extremely unique. We we offer a specific growing style, specific mm-hmm. blend, and. Uh, there's strains out there that don't do well in it. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing that makes cannabis extremely unique and people should know about before just spending tons of money and getting into this uh, yeah, business. That's true. Um, because you could end up with a strain you didn't know about and it could just ruin your whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You're right about yeah. that. 
I mean, that would suck to pour a lot of money into a strain and then it just not even yield anything because the environment won't accept it or it won't accept the environment. Right. So I, I've have heard a lot of growers that, 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 that that's happened to and it's unfortunate because it's so much money just down the drain. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it because it's, it's like a human. Like we always say this, cannabis is like a human because every, every... It's a baby. Yeah, everyone has its own genetic DNA and does its own thing no matter if it's the same strain it's still so different Mm -hmm. which is so crazy because even the effects can range oh it's amazing like math was my favorite subject growing up in middle school and high school believe it or not that sounds horrible yeah (laughs) sounds nice my worst same nightmare (laughs) i loved it it was like a game for me just how fast can i get it done competition (laughs) that's the athlete in you bryce Yeah. (laughs) yeah um but the reason I brought that up is that's kind of where my passion lied in cannabis when I very first started growing it for the first time mm-hmm. is I started from seed. I started on a weekly harvest uh, as a, a rookie mm-hmm. and um, I migrated from there to harvest every 10 days and then from that facility to another facility that was every two weeks. And so I, I saw so many different genetics in so many different environments mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's like a game of algebra when you're trying to diagnose plants based off of their lineage. See, I don't yeah. feel like I'd be good at that. No, I wouldn't either. Because you're taking in temperature, you're taking yeah. in humidity, you're taking in airflow, you're taking in what did you give them for water, what's their soil sitting at, it's crazy. Uh, where did, what is their lineage, what did they come from, mm-hmm. what are they susceptible to. Uh, can they hermaphrodite, you know, are mm-hmm. they more likely to hermaphrodite due to a cold temperature? Who, yeah. Who knows uh, until you actually test that out and mm-hmm. get to repeat harvest with a strain over and over and over and seeing it in different environments. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I've got Colosaurus. Uh, it's one of our staples. We love it. Um, during our prune process, we have uh, a certain day of our harvest where we really strip the plants and take a lot of the fan leaves. Um, she's such an amazing genetic. We started that from day one and been doing it day one with her just like everybody else. Well, uh, I noticed one day in one of our, uh, I think it was batch three, one of our guys, he started really aggressively pruning when we were away. And mm-hmm. I, I caught him on it before he got too far. Um and made him lighten up the load on the pruning. So I had a nice like two, three light section where they got very aggressively pruned. And then I caught him and he, he finished out that table that had another four lights where it was a little lighter prune. Mm-hmm. And then I had another table that had half the Colosaurus that we actually didn't get to. Uh, we're a very, very small team. I'll, I'll throw that in here in a minute. But uh, So we didn't get to this uh, Colosaurus batch. We found out through that batch that Colosaurus doesn't like pruned. Hmm. Interesting. The one that we didn't get to yielded way better, way oh, better. Wow. looked so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just part of her trait. She has wow. a yeah. pruning sensitivity where others need that prune yeah. and they will not do well. And that's cool to say because I feel like you know a lot about your plants and what you do, but I feel like in that moment you just learned something new about your baby, which you had I not did. known because you assumed one thing, but she ended up wanting something else. That has to be it's, a good feeling to exactly. like coming like to that to be like, you paid attention enough, like you're in tune enough to know like, yeah. oh, she did not like that. This is the problem here. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a light bulb moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but now sure you're like, okay, cool. I can do that better than mm-hmm. what I was doing. And I thought that was good, but now it's going to be even better, which is cool. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. a lesson I've learned before. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, um, my third year of growing, I had a, a blue cheese strain that I put in there that was amazing. It smelled so amazing. It was huge. That that day came where we needed to strip them, did it. It stressed her out so bad, it ruined the whole crop. Wow. Uh, she never developed correctly again after that, uh, where you're having leaves That's that have crazy. Ton, that crazy. tons of offshoots off the leaf, mm-hmm. you know, 7, 11, you know. Yeah. However, however many that genetic can produce, mm-hmm. this one all of a sudden went from like a seven leaf to a one leaf everywhere. Oh, Just wow. one, 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 one. She like let you know it was a wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is so wild. crazy. Mm-hmm. I just can't wrap my mind around that. Like, I feel like growing is such an art. I say this every time it because is. it's so, there's so much you have to like, there's, yes, there's a lot of knowledge, it's but a there's science. a whole like. Mm-hmm. art to it like mm-hmm. your movements what you're doing it's like you're in science patterns. class every single day yeah. <laughs> yeah. science and art literally <laughs> yeah i know we uh talk about their little aliens literally and they respond to us coming in every day talking Ooh, to them. little aliens that's right. good yeah they whisper good vibes in they, their butt's ears that it's is dope. that's crazy but, saying that like, they respond yeah. to you like you guys are coming you're stepping on their tour territory mm-hmm. and they're like what are you gonna do with us yep. how do you how are you gonna make us feel are you gonna make us thrive are you gonna take care of us yeah are you love us what's even crazier is they pass on traits to their their offspring the seed to make them stronger for that environment they grew wow. up in that's crazy isn't that crazy wow wow <laughs> always mind blown <laughs> i know that's insane hmm. so bryce is right now rolling us a grape day joint and if you have ever seen any pictures of you us just trimmed it too. smoking at cola um bryce rolls gorilla fingers mm-hmm. is what we call them yep. and they're huge so we're very excited to try this grape day <laughs> it's a, a very good way to get the the flavor profile so do you remember how we yes we check it out before we yes. spark it yeah, so before every time we come to Cola, before we spark the joint, we is it take a little puff out of yeah, it. Yeah, like and a taste dry it. A dry hit, you could say. Is that yes. right? Taste yep. the flavor, yeah. taste the terps. Yeah, you can taste everything before you actually light it and then it starts getting like smoky. So it's really cool. Yep, you can really pick up that flavor profile before you can bust mm-hmm. the flower. Which is dope. Yep. I have a question, Bryce. So you guys are obviously with your genetics room, you're testing a lot. Um, is there a goal of new strains that you want to hit this next year coming out? Yeah, that's a good, or is it just like rolling with it? That's a good question. I would love to set a goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I'm just now kind of getting my big bedrooms going mm-hmm. here in the next two weeks, probably. Yeah. Uh, so with that, I can do a whole lot more, mm-hmm. which right now I'm, I'm severely handicapped on how many I can test at yeah. a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we run out of space. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll set a goal here soon. But right now, stay tuned for the goal, guys. <laughs> yeah, right now I got eleven of them that uh, are for sure production strains that people will get to see in the future. All of them unique in their own way. Yeah, um, that's a good amount. I feel like. Yeah, that's a really good amount. Yeah, on top and of what you guys already have. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that with, I mean, even with what you guys have right now, I feel like patients crave it. It's not like they get because oftentimes I feel like when patients come in, it's like. Oh, I love this strain, but what else do you have? And it's always what else do you have? But I feel like with cola, they come in specifically for cola and it's never what else do you have? It's I want high ho or crown because right now that's all we carry at our dispensary, but that's always more than enough because that's just all that they want. So even that's to awesome. see like we're it's getting always gra- be yeah, quality. it's always gonna be Something quality that and keeps it's people coming back for more. It's never what else do you have, it's how much more do you have, which is cool because I feel like it's not like that for a lot of other people. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. it's dope. Yeah, and as as a patient of ours, you're going to get to follow our genetics over time. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to the Team Cola thing. 
hashtag us. Let us know how it makes yeah. you feel. Your uh, that's that's like uh, documentation for you and for us mm-hmm. uh, as we roll out new genetics of their offsprings. So um, we've done over two hundred genetics. We whittled that two hundred something down to seventeen. Wow! Uh, and now we're breeding those seventeen. Uh, into eight, which were uh, powdery mildew resistant. Wow. So we've got a, a resistant foundation to molds and mildews. Um, and then we've got some really amazing flavors and uh, experiences to try. Um, we've even picked some that aren't the strongest in flavor mm-hmm. uh, just because the high effect was so cerebral. Like mm, uh, That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that uh, is really good. She caught powdery mildew, so we haven't had her since, but we do have her offspring. Nice. And we have found two in this last uh, test batch that are amazing. Very, oh. very, very pungent. Cool. Um, but we called her the Matrix uh, because it, it was... That's a good name, yeah. the Matrix. You guys have some solid names. I know. They're really cool. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm like, can we donate a strain name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yep. Donate. <laughs> Do you ever have any of that uh, secret seed that you've been storing away for years? <gasps> yeah. You, you need us to check it out and see if it's worth anything. If it, if, it, if it does get past the horse race, we call it... The horse race because we all uh, so every every grow team member when we introduce a new genetic batch when they're in veg still before they ever kick into flower we all decide which one we think is going to be the best one in that room. That's dope. is that what you showed us the other yeah. day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. yours okay. was winning, right? Mine was winning, but her sister is right next to it. And today I'm like, oh man, her sister might. Who <laughs> <laughs> has her sister? It's a game. It's actually a, a Hi Ho Matrix cross. Ooh, uh, that that's is, damn. That is not named yet. Okay, Brandon, uh, start thinking of names. <laughs> <laughs> and it does have to finish the race. It, it, uh, some will surprise you. You think they're the one early on, and then the last like four days, one of They'll them just outshine. Oh yeah, it just kicks it in. Smells way stronger. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, so cool. they know they're in competition too. Yeah. Yeah. They feel the energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We have a ton of fun with it. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that's our our lineage in a nutshell. We hope that uh, you follow us and let us know how it makes you feel. Yeah. Are we wrapping up today's episode? Are we wrapping up today's episode? Okay, okay. cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Cannabis Hangout. Bryce, we really appreciate you taking the time and educating us as always and our listeners. I know they really appreciate the time that you took to be here and just tell them about your flower. Yeah, and, what, and the process what, that you guys call it. Yeah, it's really cool. I feel like patients love Very to hear unique. that because it is, we're still, we are still a medical state. And so they love to know. All of the, yeah, the passion poured into it. Exactly. And like yeah. you breaking everything down. I think not not everyone's doing that. Yeah, Not everyone like knows that. Mm -hmm. And and I do want to end on this. uh, Speaking of the patient, um, be patient with trying your cannabis because there are times where people have a bad experience with a strain and it might not be the weed. It might be an underlying condition that you had Mm -hmm. that the weed made you aware of. Yeah. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Really good. So just be patient with it. If you are suffering from something out there, I, I just, I do recommend it. Um, I'm not going to say it cures anything, but I've seen Don't some, give up. yeah, I've seen some amazing yeah. stories, mm-hmm. uh, personally. Um, so just hang in there and give it a try. Oh, that's a great note to yeah, end on. Solid was. advice, Bryce. Well, we're about to smoke this grape day cola. <laughs> and you have will, a good time. We will report back. So. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in as always, Brand. Stay medicated.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.